This is John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast, where John knows way too much about wrestling and Ann doesn't know enough. Here we go. <sighs> okay, so levels are set and we are ready to talk about wrestling this week. Don't worry about what I'm doing. I'm just transferring money from my savings to my checking. To a secret checking account? I mean, it's secret in the sense that it's mine. Are you? And not yours. Are you, so you hiding? Are you, are you funneling money? You don't have access to this checking account because it's my checking account. So you don't have it. So you that's have access the only... to one of my credit cards? Yeah, but that's because I'm a girl and I'm not allowed to have my own credit card because women aren't allowed to have credit cards. Oh, that's true. That was the next Supreme Court thing. You're allowed to have debt, but not yeah. credit cards. Mm-hmm. Anyway. You're allowed to have debt, but no job. Yeah. Interesting take. But hey, that's uh, what God wanted. Pretty much. Um, anyway, so what happened this week in the wrestling? We're not going to talk about anything else. We're just going to jump straight into wrestling. Well, I feel like we normally try to jump straight in. I feel like we do a solid 20 get... minutes. Yeah, but top. not on purpose. Never on purpose. <laughs> that's always an accident because we get super sidetracked by stuff. Well, I enjoy it. I enjoy our time talking. Oh, you want to talk and like have a conversation? Yeah, how was your day? Oh, gosh. I mean, it was fine. Don't you're going to hang your foot off of me. No, no. Um, <laughs> my day was fine. I just worked all day and had a bunch of stuff to do and had to interview like three people, four yeah, people. I do like how your job is like, eh, you know, I just just worked all day. It's like interviewing celebrities. And yeah, but I know I mean, it's to you. It's just work. But yeah, it is. It it's is. The buzz of interviewing people kind of wears off really quickly when you have to do it a lot. But I like doing interviews. Like, I genuinely really oh, enjoy yeah, course, interviewing yeah. people. It's just the buzz of, like, it being fam- a famous person. You get pretty numb to it after a while. <laughs> yeah. Because they all kind of go the same, you know. And it's like, unless you meet someone who's, like, really crazy or mean or, like, super friendly, then it doesn't really. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah. It's a- as a as an actor, yeah. I guess. Um, well, now you are probably going to have to cut all this out because now you've. That's fine. I can just tell people that I like interviewing people and that I'm not starstruck anymore, unless there's someone that I really like or something, and mm-hmm. I'm like particularly a fan. Then I'll get starstruck. But most of the time, it's just. So you're people. saying you're not a fan of anybody that you've. Um, no, I'm just saying there's very few people that I'm such a huge fan of that I would get like flustered around. Mm -hmm. I also have medication, um, called propanolol, which is a beta blocker. Mm. And that was prescribed to me because I have generalized anxiety disorder that I take medication for and a mood disorder I take medication for. And my doctor prescribed that to me because... I can take it as needed before I do like interviews or public speaking engagements. And it's really great because my anxiety makes it so that like, you know, your amygdala or whatever in your brain fires off constantly. And, and even when there's no like real threat, but when there is a real threat, like it just fires way too much. And then, cause what happens is like mentally, I don't really get nervous in front of people or in conversations but physically my body will have a reaction Mm. where I tremble really hard and I can't breathe super well and I go 
really red and it's just very embarrassing and then i get embarrassed by that which makes me nervous oh boy so this medication essentially slows your heart rate down to prevent your body from having that reaction because your body can't like go nuts if your heart isn't racing so it's very helpful and keeps me very level um because sometimes it's really annoying because like sometimes it's like it'll happen even if something starts out okay. Like something will flip sometimes, like just in my head, and all of a sudden I'll just start having like panic. Um, And it's so weird because it's never a mental thing. It's never like, oh God, oh God, oh God. It's always just a physical reaction that my body has. Interesting. Um, Yeah, because I really, I don't get like, I don't get like stage fright in the way that I think a lot of people do like I I don't like flip out if I have to go in front of a lot of people or something beforehand usually mm-hmm. usually I flip out afterwards oh yeah um, you yeah, you have a lot of um post show yeah I have like post show exactly. stress yeah. disorder um where like after I do something I'll be consumed with anxiety over it. and I think part of that is like the physical stuff because I'll take that pill and it'll delay the physical reaction and then once it wears off I feel like all the physical stuff hits me and then mm. that keys up a lot of mental stuff and it's just easier to obsess over um, when you don't have it happening um, so anyway that's all about my medication yeah, thank, and my mental health and my interviewing skills and um yeah, maybe we'll cut that out. I don't know. I don't know. Thank I'm you not for, cutting anything. Right. I'm. I'm. My energy yep. level today is shot. I am not right. going to be cutting this or. Well, if you feel comfortable with it, then thank you for being. No, I'll tell people about listeners. my medication all the time. Yeah, I. I'm very open about needing medication to function. <laughs> it's like glasses for your brain. That's what. Oh wow, that's a great album too. It is. It's like if you have any kind of, um, not the album thing, but no, but it is because if you have any kind of like mental illness, you know, it's very much similar to like not being able to use your eyes fully mm-hmm. in the way you're supposed to. And medication sometimes can um, just kind of focus things and, and help you not be all over the place as much. Yeah. I mean, I've never taken any anxiety medication and I'm stressed out all the time. Yeah, it would probably uh, be helpful for you. Yeah, probably. Anyway, I'll just probably keep anyway, watching wrestling. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. And just right. have another thing that I'm stressed about uh, now watching that enough talked, of. Now that I've talked about glasses, I have to take my glasses off because they're hurting my face because oh, I yeah. thought about them. Oh, no. You see, that's the thing about glasses. You can't think about them. You can't think about them. Once you think about them, they start to hurt your face. Exactly. As soon as you know they're there. Yeah. Um, it's like God. <laughs> as soon as you know they're there. It's so funny because I take my glasses off. hurting you. If, since you wanted to talk for like 20 minutes, I'll <laughs> tell you another story, which is that um, I haven't been wearing my contact lenses because my eyes were really like weird. You were there. I woke up and I... Oh, like, yeah. You had pink my, eye. I thought I had pink eye because my eyes were like crusted shut and then mm. um, they were like watering all day. And they seem fine, but I just haven't been wearing my contacts just in case. But then... Um, so at yoga, I don't wear my glasses because it's hard to do yoga and glasses and especially mm-hmm. in hot yoga because mm-hmm. you sweat. You just slip off, yeah. But I, it, it occurred to me last night in hot yoga before we started because I was like, because my eyes are bad enough that like I can see the shapes of things. Like 
I can see things. Mm-hmm. I can't like read things or like, like I can see your face and the faces you're making. But if you were in the kitchen, I wouldn't be able to see what face you're making or whatever. Okay. And I'm not making faces at you, by the way. I just want people to know. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm not sitting here. You're like, I can Ugh. see. I can see. Um, but uh, last night, I, as we were like getting ready to start class, I was like sitting on my mat and kind of like looking around the room. And it occurred to me that I was like, I was looking at people, but like because I couldn't make out their faces. Yeah. I just like, <laughs> I just like, like, like looking around, you know, and I'm sure to them it looks like I'm like staring at them, but really it's just that I don't register that I'm looking at a person because I can't see their face. Yeah. Um, and I felt really bad because my resting face is very mean and it looked like so I was scowling at people. Glaring at everyone. So then I spent the rest of the class being like really smiley because also the class was almost full, but no one put their mat next to or behind me. Oh. So then I was like, oh my God, does everyone think I'm so mean that they didn't want to come This over? is like a thing and like a Kirby enthusiasm thing where you would say it to the teacher and you'd be like, this is just me, right? And they're I like... Just- there have been a few people in class that have expressed concern about you. It would be such uh, a Larry David thing because he wears glasses too and I bet yeah. he would have a similar problem. Oh, he would like, be making such silly faces where he would be like staring at you like yeah, oh, it's and it's, it's and weird because you can't, when you can't see, it's hard to um, yeah. internalize that what you're looking at is real. Yeah, I used to, before I had LASIK, everything was blurry. Oh yeah, you yeah. had the LASIK. You know, um... I'd love to have the LASIK. Yeah, I mean, you can do it, I guess. No, it costs thousands and thousands of dollars that I don't have. Yeah. Maybe someday. Yeah, maybe someday. We'll save up. Maybe in a couple of years. Maybe in my 40s. Yeah. Well, let's not get uh, crazy. About, uh, so we'll, we'll be more realistic about it. My 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Um, we'll see, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe by the time I can afford it, they'll just give you new eyes. Yeah, and they'll be like, they'll just zap your eyes. And they're like robot eyes. And it's like, when you move your eyes. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) I know what noise you're trying to make, but it does also kind of sound like they're just creaky. Yeah. (laughs) Well, what if they do get creaky if you don't do like the maintenance, which no one would do. No one would do. Who the fuck wants to do it? I got to oil my eyes. Oh, no. Drop a little oil in my eyes. Yeah, no one wants to do that. Yeah, I was afraid to get the surgery at first because of a Simpsons joke. There's one where they go to the future and Flanders is blind. And they were like, the joke, was he was like, hey, you know, that laser eye surgery is great, but at the 10-year mark, your eyes fall out. <laughs> and I was like, it was so new kind of when that happened. Mm-hmm. That I was like, let me give this a couple years. Yeah, it was it was new for a while. But I think I mean, now they don't have to do like an incision in your eye. And when I did it, they had to actually do a little incision. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, they numb your eyes. So you don't, and they gave me like a Xanax or something. So I was like, chill. When did you have it done? 2008. Actually, this oh, is, wow. we just, this is like the 14th anniversary. It was sometime in August, 2008. I can't remember the exact date. Oh, yeah. I can see your eyes falling out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's, they're yeah. going. I got to suck them back in sometimes. <laughs> Hang on. You gotta do. Even <laughs> you didn't do your eye maintenance. You've got I kind of didn't. Yeah, I got. I didn't do the drops you're supposed to do, like the moisture drops. That's why his eyes are all crusty. Yeah, they don't. It's kind of hard to move them. I gotta crack they them out of their creak. spot. Okay, let's talk about wrestling now. <laughs> okay, this is enough. Yeah, that was enough. That was only eleven minutes. Oh God, I'm sorry. Okay. Um. All right. So, look, WWE. You know, we thought, oh, Triple H is gonna take charge, and then it'll it'll. 
maybe after like a few months, maybe a year, it'll start getting better. He'll make changes. Everything will get better. Turns out it was like a light switch. Night and day, like one, sh- the immediate, the most immediate change. So I watched some of SmackDown mm-hmm. and I just kind of like scanned through it. Um, because when I was fast forwarding, I could like you know see what was happening. If there was something interesting, I stopped because I wanted to see the main event, which is Gunther defending the uh, Intercontinental Title against Shinsuke Nakamura. And I'd heard good things because uh, apparently even like the match quality has gone up. Mm. And so I I went and I was scanning through it, uh, and I could just tell even just looking at it that it was like light years better than what it had been and it was just like a much more coherent and focused show uh and there were a few things that uh i'd pointed out one thing that immediately there's a male model stable that they started before triple h to like a like a building with models in it and that little half doors male models yeah like male models and little stables male what definition of male are you? Like a man model. Like a model of a man? Yeah. You mean like a small model of a... Yeah, well, no, I meant like a, a man who does modeling. Oh, yeah. Living in a... Sta- well, the word stable is what oh, I'm Oh, stable, that's here. where you're getting it from, sorry. Yeah. Uh, a faction. Oh, okay, a faction yeah. of male models. There's some debate over the, over the definition, I think, of stable versus a faction and what, okay. what if they're different or if they're the same thing. So are these men who, these are men who've done modeling, done some modeling. So there's a guy named Max Dupree, who was previously mm-hmm. known as Eli Drake in, not WWE, and then in NXT, he was um, LA Knight. Mm-hmm. And then they changed his name to Max Dupree when he got to the main roster. And he is a wrestler, but they've moved him into more of a manager role. Mm-hmm. And so now he has like maximum male models is what they're called. Oh, wow. And he has these two mm. guys. Um uh, Mansoor is one of them and now he's Mansoir mm. and then there's another guy who used to be Mace and I don't remember what his like new name is but you're not reacting to it but I am pronouncing the the name of this mm. Maximum Mamma oh yeah you're right mm-hmm. see even that's clever mm. so this is one of those things that like got past Vince McMahon I think and he just wasn't around long enough to screw it up so now it's like a fun thing and they'll have these like fun photo shoots and stuff and they're very committed to these characters and it's great. Um, but with Triple H now, there's these two guys, Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo who are cousins and like nephews of like some legendary luchador, but they had previously lost their last names, which was a very Vincent fan thing to do. Uh, and so it was just Angel and Umberto. Uh, and so then... Now they've gotten their last names back as soon as Triple H is back. And they're Los Lotharios, so they're like these handsome ladies men mm-hmm. guys. And of course, they're going up to the male models being like, you should sign us because we're like the most handsome guys. So it's like perfect. You have these guys that are like handsome ladies man type guys. You have the male models who are also handsome. Of course, they're going to hate each other or they're gonna, there's a reason for them to interact. Mm-hmm. And it's like this never would have happened. Yeah, uh, and it's great. Immediately, there's like a a feud with a purpose. It's logical. It makes sense. It's easy to follow. Just hot men. Just hot men. Hot talking men about how hot fighting they are. each other. Yeah, hot men. Yeah, and it's just that's what that's all I've wanted. <laughs> 
I mean, truly. And it, it does sound fun. And, you know, that's great. Also, I didn't watch any of this, but Ezekiel on oh, Raw. yeah. They did it like a segment or a Photoshop thing where he was in the hospital and his whole family came to see him. Mm-hmm. And it was like Elias as like, he had, it was his face on a kid and like an old man. And it's just like, they're really committing to this being a full family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, that also has nothing to do with Triple H because that was already happening as well. That was like the best story they were doing. Yeah. Um, but there's other stuff. The women's tag team titles that were vacated and we, you know, we were like, oh, there's going to be a tournament. Did nothing literally with this tournament. Never mentioned it again for like three months until I think the week Triple H took over. There's a tournament and they start having matches. Mm. Uh, and they're putting and so so far Io Sky and Dakota Kai have advanced and then Raquel Rodriguez and uh who was her partner this week? Oh, Aaliyah, the girl that we thought got hurt that one time on SmackDown. Remember when we saw her yeah. like land weird and then she was mm-hmm. never on camera again? Turns out she's not hurt. That's um, good. But she uh but yeah, they advanced in the tournament. And I'm not sure the structure of the tournament. I think they're doing some like four way final or whatever, but Still, it's like he's back and now there's and there's a couple NXT people that are going to be in it and it's going to be it's just a it's immediately there's stuff going on with it. Yeah. Um I'm glad. He's brought back more people. These mm-hmm. this another faction, a stable. Uh Hit Row Records, which was like a like a hip hop record label type mm-hmm. uh group. They were brought up from NXT all fired within, I think, two weeks of bringing brought up, being brought up to the main roster. Uh, not for like any, like it's not like one of them did something bad or yeah, it just was. Yeah. They just all got like laid off because mm-hmm. like Vince McMahon saw them for one week and was like, no, yeah. Uh, and so they've all been brought back except for Swerve Strickland, who is in AEW right now and doing very well, uh, and he's a pretty sizable star there at this point already. Uh, but Triple H brought back everyone else mm-hmm. and. It's just like, yeah, why did we why did we fire these people without even, like, trying? Mm-hmm. Um, and they were good, too. They were good. I mean, without Swerve, Swerve was the star. But, you know, we'll see what happens uh, with the uh, the rest of the group. And uh, th- another thing I'm really enjoying is, so Ronda Rousey is being a real dick. She's, like, a full heel now. She's still not great at talking, but she's pretty... It's easy to hate her. Yeah. So she's, um, I like her as like an evil uh, heel. And then her friend, Shayna Baszler, who is part of her like four horsewomen of NXT thing mm-hmm. or four horsewomen of UFC or whatever um, thing, who's also an MMA fighter and uh, one of the best people on the roster, I think. She is now going after the SmackDown women's title that Ronda Rousey lost to Liv Morgan. And I think Ronda Rousey is trying to tell her to be like more of a killer again. And stop playing by the rules. I saw that. I saw her saying that you used to be a killer, and now you're an off-brand. Ro- no, live, live, Morgan. I think yes, said that I to did. her. You're, you're an off-brand Ronda Rousey or something. Yeah, Ronda Rousey said she used to be a killer, and then Liv Morgan said that. And then I uh, was excited because I briefly, when watching that, could tell Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey apart. Now that I'm sitting here trying to think of their faces, I cannot. But at the time, I was like, oh, I see the. The difference. Yeah. I see them. They don't okay. really look alike. They look so much alike. They are 
almost identical. I guess maybe they also did their makeup kind of very similar. They had like yeah, a lot of like eyeshadow. They both eyeshadow. wear that like yeah. smoky eye war yeah, paint yeah. shit. They both got brown hair. No, kind Ronda of Rousey like, is a blonde. She's blonde, I would say. Ronda Rousey? Blonde? I would say Ronda Rousey is blonde. What? Shayna Baszler is definitely what? brunette. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to Google this. Ronda Rousey. Don't say Ronda Brownsey. Oh, I guess some of her like headshots, she looks kind of blonder, like it's a like sandy blonde. It's like a dirty blonde. blonde. Yeah, it's like a dirty blonde. It's not like... I mean, she's not... But I mean, I guess like like that is what I have in my head. When I, I think guess so. I think of her more as blonde. Shayna Baszler's like, hair is certainly darker, I would say. Like that is kind of how I I would say her. it's like a dirty blonde type of... Uh, I mean, I guess. I guess she's blonde in the way that like I'm blonde. Yeah. What was that? What'd you say? What, huh? 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 What'd you say? What? Yeah. Shayna Baszler's hair is definitely darker. But I could see... Shayna Baszler also has a bunch of tattoos, but I believe, right? Doesn't she have tattoos? God damn, I can't remember now. See? You can't picture them either. Actually, wait. You I don't, don't even Shana know Baszler's, what they look like. She, hang on. I gotta Google this. Oh, God. We're just gonna sit here and Google Shana. pictures of wrestlers. Oh, never mind. I thought she had tattoos on her arms, but she doesn't. Or, yes, she does. She does. She does. She has a shoulder tattoo. Um, not okay. She doesn't have a bunch of tattoos. She has, oh yeah, she has the cards. That's because she's the queen of spades. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, okay. Not a ton of tattoos, but Ronda Rousey has, I don't think she has any tattoos that I can recall that are visible. Well, I don't know about the Um, tattoos. I just was going off their faces and heads. Yeah. You're, that's, that's true. And they were both very similar looking specifically in that segment. They were both wearing. Yeah. Sort of similar. Uh, I also just situations. have trouble telling white people apart. I don't know. It's hard. I think Shayna Baszler might be like half Chinese. <sighs> now I have to Google this. I think this. I read that. Now I have to Google this. I mean, Baszler is definitely like a German name. Yeah, I don't. Um, but I think she is. I think I've read that she is. Shayna Baszler. She's from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Which is um, pretty near where I'm from, actually. Interesting. About a couple hours north of me. Uh, a lot of stuff about her fighting. Yeah, just her um, dumb career. Oh, Chinese ancestry on her mother's side. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, okay. No, I was just reading uh, another thing about something where somebody referred to uh, fighting as like child porn and she was like speaking out against it or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just saw the phrase child porn in quotes in her. Oh, yeah. You don't want to see that. on. A yeah. Wikipedia. I was like, oh, I, I have to read this full yeah, sentence yeah, yeah, now yeah. because uh, no, she was what? arguing the point. Yeah. Sure, some wasn't. some congressional person made some like really yeah. outlandish statement and she was and she, she kicked firing back yeah firing back on all cylinders well yeah. i'm sorry okay Shana so ronda i yeah i'm wrong about you guys looking similar but you look similar to me they did look similar in that segment i will give you that they were both dressed kind of like and also i've never like taken the time the to look at either of them like i've never been like this yeah, is yeah. this person and this is that person and in wrestling, I'll be honest, when someone doesn't have like a, a thing that yeah. they are, it's 
a little hard to keep track of who's who just because the old, like I've told you about the Roman yeah, Reigns and the Seth friggin' Collins. Seth, Seth Collins? Seth friggin' Rollins. Seth friggin' Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins and Seth, Seth friggin' Collins. Freaking Collins. That's when he gets fired and he has to go back to the Indies. Oh, God, that'd be He's funny. Seth Collins. <laughs> um. Anyway, Sean friggin' Collins. Yeah, Sean friggin' Collins. <laughs> Uh yeah no I have this problem with people which is why I yeah. like it when wrestlers have a big thing that they are like Britt Baker is somebody I probably would never be able to recognize if she hadn't come out as a dentist and I was like that it's is true. the dentist lady and Brit, now yeah. I know who she is Britt Baker all does the time. look like five other she does wrestlers and on that same had, show if she had just been like a lady in a jumpsuit like so many yeah. people are. I wouldn't have cared, but because I know her as the dentist, I yeah. know her face mm-hmm. and I know who she is. Yeah. It's important to have a brand. It is. Huh? <laughs> um, but yeah, so, all right, they were, they were dressed similarly. Uh, Shayna Baszler was wearing almost a little Triple H outfit. She had like the, oh. the, like the leather vest over the denim jacket thing. Very, uh, although I think Triple H is actually was the opposite. It was the, uh, the, the leather jacket with a denim vest. Mm-hmm. For the motorcycles, he does not ride. Um, uh, my adulation for Triple H, the creative director guy and executive, is equal to my absolute disdain for Triple H, the wrestler, post like 2002. Um, we don't need to get into it now. Had a, he was great. I was going to say, wait, hurt. did you like him when he was did like more well, racist stuff? So No, no, no. The racist stuff was post-2002. Oh, okay. Uh, well, okay. There was a, another segment where uh, DX did blackface, but... Um, you liked that, though. Yeah, yeah. No, that was chill. That was the good old days. <laughs> yeah, that was sick. Make uh, wrestling great again, No, I John just says. didn't see that live, and I forgot about it, but mm-hmm. the... Uh, but he during his like main heel run that I really liked from like 1999 to 2001, it was like almost exactly this two-year run with that I can recall no racist issues but he um at least not on TV but he was, he was like always a perfect, nice to you is what yeah you're he was saying. always nice to me I didn't yeah. he was never he never assaulted me yeah. but he was um he was he was great I hated him for the the correct reasons that he was a really good heel and he was good at it and he was a great wrestler uh, and then he tore his quad Mm. and then came back like way too jacked mm-hmm. uh, and then like never would lose to anybody again and he was just like not nah, it just was bad and he started getting like more and more power mm. like influence so he mm. could like had more say over his i wonder like, his why character. that happened yeah i wonder i don't know what happened where he would have Oh right! Did he marry Stephanie? He married Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, that's exactly oh, okay. what happened. Because I was um, asking that question earnestly, but no, then. no, no. He they were dating in like in they were married in like storyline, and then they actually started to get married. Started to get married. They actually did get married, and then he had a. Uh, after that, he got like a lot of influence over his um, mm-hmm. over his storyline character. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am fascinated with the amount of times our neighbor has coming on. <laughs> um. Should we talk to them about it? Yeah, yeah, I should talk to it. Hey, right. you guys are You guys are coming and going from your apartment more times than we would like. Uh, yeah. More times than we do. Yeah. I mean so, to be fair, we never leave our apartment. So we want you to um, like either stop leaving or like just tell us like what we can do to leave more. 
Or just like tips. Leave and Stay Gone. I don't know. Well, Leave and Stay Gone is another great album. Um, but yeah, Shayna and Rhonda, that's cool. And it makes sense that Shayna's like the follow-up feud for Liv Morgan. Uh, I hope Shayna Baszler wins the title. I don't think that she will because I think this is like another thing to solidify Liv Morgan. But I like that it's kind of pushing this like Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler mm-hmm. thing. And this like, it's like a clear, there's some sort of character progression, which is yeah, I mean, it great. Got, it got me to know who they are. Yeah, exactly. And if, so honestly, if we just, if, if Liv Morgan is just like part of this story to move towards like Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler, I think that could be great. Mm-hmm. So that was great. Um, <laughs> real quick. For a second, your voice got like you were going to cry. So that was, that was great. great. <laughs> I was holding back like a um, yeah. burp. But yeah. the... Uh, uh, but yeah, that happened. Drew McIntyre had like a cool badass moment where the Usos had like attacked him. So then Sami Zayn was trying to like apologize to the Usos about something. And Drew McIntyre just like came and beat the shit out of both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like... If you keep involving yourself and if you keep involving yourself in my business, <laughs> um, I'm just going to, I'm going to beat you up every single time. And it was like, that's a cool champion. Yeah. It just kicks the hell out of these guys. Um, there is a, apparently Drew McIntyre has been taking off some shows, some like live event shows, like non-televised shows. Cause he has like maybe a little back mm. issue. So hopefully he's okay. Uh-oh. Doesn't seem like he's going to miss the pay-per-view, but, uh, Hopefully, because I, I really want him to win um, against Roman Reigns. I think it's like, it seems like it would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, and Gunther versus Shinsuke Nakamura was great. You know, not overly long, but they really laid into each other pretty hard. It was a really good match. It was, uh, Nakamura didn't wear a shirt, which was great. Because sometimes he wears like these big jumpsuits. And sometimes, he, the, like, this wrestler Carlito pointed out when he was before he left WWE, he was like absolutely miserable. And he said he started like wearing tape, like athletic tape or whatever on his, he just started covering himself up with athletic tape basically to act like, Oh, I'm hurt or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a thing that you can do in wrestling. And then they, uh, but he said he was just doing it to cover up the fact that he was like not working out as much (laughs) because he was so miserable. Mm -hmm. Um, and he just had like no motivation. So, I think of that a lot, like, when Nakamura wears, like, jumpsuits that are, like, long sleeve and, like, covering mm. his whole body. It just, like, looks like, are you just, like, m- sad and not working out? But he wore no shirt, cool new tights, so you got to look at those rockin' pecs and you were satisfied? He was hot. That's what you wanted? It was hot. Was, did like he, was, like, turn to the camera and go, are you not entertained? Is this what you want? And shimmied? Yeah. That's, well, yeah. I mean, that's what I wanted. Yeah. Uh, you wanted to look at those more goods. hot men. You wanted to get a look at those pecs. Say glutes? Those abs. Where are your glutes? Your glutes are your butt. Right. Your gluteus maximus. That's right. That's your That's butt. What that is. It's your butt. Butt. That's your butt. Shut up, butt. Butt. Head. Um, so that happened, mm. all that stuff happened. Uh and then this is still WWE related, but Sasha Banks and Naomi watch. Yeah. They went to the She-Hulk premiere. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. I saw a picture of Sasha Banks and Rosario Dawson hanging out. That's great. They were probably at the She-Hulk premiere because Rosario Dawson is also. Oh, yeah, maybe. She Maybe she's even in it, actually, because Daredevil, 
Rosario Dawson was a character on all of those. Um, wow, I don't know those Marvel Netflix shows. Yeah, that's funny. They were. At the she show. was like a recurring character through all of them, mm-hmm. and Daredevil being the first one. And she, uh, yeah, I wonder if maybe she's going to show up. I mean, I'm always happy to have Rosario Dawson. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, that's cool that they were at the She-Hulk premiere. Both of them were. Yeah, they went wow. together. There was. Oh, a, yeah. that's nice. Um. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I hope maybe Sasha can get naomi and some disney shows or whatever you know that'd be great i just love that they like don't need wwe at all yeah uh like if you're at the she-hulk premiere you know um, well i mean they probably need jobs at some point eh. you don't get paid to go to the she-hulk premiere famously well you can often end up out of pocket for going that's true that's true but i like that it looks like they don't because in wrestling really as long as you're convincing someone of something as long as you're selling it, mm-hmm. it's going to work. 100%. Every red carpet, every premiere, every fancy Hollywood party or event is solely happening so that people will be jealous of the people who go. Yeah. That's the whole reason. Yeah, that's kind of true. So I people guess, right? will take pictures mm-hmm. and post those pictures online and people will see those pictures and go, wow, that looks cool. That's what they're for. And it sounds like they made good use of that. So good for them. Good for them. That's I a hope. classic breakup thing. Like if you break up, you got to take a bunch of photos at the She-Hulk premiere. Mm-hmm. Make your ex all jealous. Yeah, because your ex is probably a big MCU fan. And you know what's funny is saying it like that, it sounds like a school. Oh, yeah. I yeah, know. MCU college football. Yeah, yeah. For some people, the MCU is a school. I mean, I've learned a lot more there than I have at any school I've ever oh, been Oh, that's to. so sad. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, I've been much more invested in it than in literally any sport I've probably ever watched in my life except wrestling. Yes, we know. We um, know famously that you hate sports. I know. I know you guys, know. Guys, I don't know if you know this, but John, not a fan of sports. Not a sports guy. You should ask John sometimes if he likes football. Ask him if he likes football. Ask him if he likes goat's cheese. Goat's cheese? The answer will shock you. I feel like we've set it up in such a way that it will not. But they will regret asking. They will. The amount of time and energy that is spent. Go ahead and invite John out to a nice lamb dinner Mm -hmm. where you sit across from him eating your lamb. Oh, man. Just tell me if we're going to have lamb, <laughs> at least so I can mentally prepare. He hates oh, lamb. Man. It's actually great, though, the fact that I, because it's, you know, it's a, like a little baby sheep or whatever, so it's like, I don't, at least it's one thing I don't have to feel bad yeah. about it. I have like an easy no. excuse to not kill a baby. Um, Whereas you ask for veal to be brought to you alive so that you can kill it yourself. Exactly. But that's a trade-off. Because it tastes so good. I mean, I, I have enjoyed veal in my life, but I have not had it in a long wow. time. Wow. I actually, first. you want to hear the most problematic thing, most problematic sentence I could probably say? Uh, are you no. sure? Because <laughs> no. the most problematic it's, sentence anyone can say is going to be pretty bad. It might surprise you, actually. Okay. So when I was a kid and my grandma used to bring me to New York to go see Broadway shows and visit my uncle and stuff, um, the best meal... I think I ever had in my entire life, or one of them, was when we went to Trump Tower. Oh man! You're, and I you're had not I had a veal pasta. That's like saying you went to Satan's house and 
had a baby. Yeah, you literally <laughs> like, did. Yeah. <laughs> Except Satan's really inept. Yeah. Um, but um yeah, that's probably the one of the worst things I've ever done. But I mean, I was like 9, so it's fine. I mean, I'm Italian. I regularly ate veal growing up all the time. We would my parents would make veal parmesan. Wow, your parents killed Baby yeah, they cows. would kill the cattle in front of me. Um, After holding it prisoner in the basement and not letting it move. Yeah, and then they did a thing where they like let it escape in a way where they thought like oh. they tricked it into thinking it was escaping. Yeah, and they let it get like just a little bit off oh. the property and then stopped it. And oh, this at is it. making me sad. <laughs> no, they just no. bought it from another guy who killed it. Actually, that guy probably bought it from somebody else. There's probably several people removed from the murderer. There's a lot of blood on a lot of hands. There are. Um, but, I mean, veal, it does taste very good. It's very... Yeah. It's like a chewy meat. It's but not like The a, thing about it that's a bummer is that those cows didn't get a chance to grow up and become steak. Yeah. Which is every cow's dream, of course. Yeah. You know, they're robbed. They're robbed. Yeah. Of those precious, precious steak-growing years. Yeah, it was really is messed up. That's the most messed. That's the most messed up thing about it. But hey, Sasha and Naomi went to She Hulk. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that's what we were talking about. You know, I mean, they probably eat a lot of protein, right? Yeah, they probably. Know, they, they I wonder if they muscle. eat veal. I don't know. I don't know if they eat veal, but they. I feel they, like veal's not that common. You know. No, veal's definitely not just a thing you eat. Veal's like a an event. Yeah. Um, Unless you're at Trump Tower, then it's like. Yeah, well, we then got, it's whatever. Of we course. got buckets of veal in here. Yeah. Anyway, uh, um, well, that's great. I hope this means that they're coming back for that, uh, the clash of the castles. Yeah, hopefully. The we'll see what happens. The clash of the castle. The, the, the cash, the, the castle. The cat's castle. Yeah, the cat's in the castle. <laughs> yep. Cat's in the cradle. Is that what that song is? Um, mm-hmm. With my brilliant rendition of it. Uh, okay, that's mostly that. John Cena. I almost didn't even tell you about this because I don't want to make you more upset with him. John Cena sucks. Somebody asked him his Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Oh, no. Oh, no. John. How many rapists did he put on that mountain? Just one. Okay, well, that's a, that's better than he I literally, thought. And like literally a couple months ago, even, I would have understood this answer, especially from someone like Cena, who is the WWE guy who has his whole life to, like, Vince McMahon. He just said it would just be Vince McMahon because of his, like, he... I mean, he did build, like, the whole... He did build, like, all of the... Oh, he made it so a he only thing. has one... Yeah, he was like, he I'm just... not putting other wrestlers. I'm just saying Vince McMahon is, like, his his contribution to wrestling is so great that I think he's, like, unequaled. And... To be fair, that is like a valid opinion, but it is like Johnny. It's not the time. Read the room, man. Yeah, read the room, man. Yeah. It's not the time to be praising this guy above all others. Also, it's like, sure. I mean, yes. It's also kind of a, su- like like, a suck up response. It's super suck up. Because yeah. it's like, Even yeah, but Vince McMahon like inherited his company from his dad and then basically just like you know, rode the wave of mass media. Like, it's not like... I mean, yeah. I mean, he was smart about, like, like what he was... not like having a TV show is some genius, like, stroke of... Like, what else was he yeah. going to do in the 80s? You know, like, what else? That's true. It's not like he started his own business from scratch. And no. then, like... And then he ran it almost into the ground after yeah. a while. And it's it's also... He did a lot of 
really bad stuff and took a lot. Of, you know, it took advantage of a lot of people. It raped like he's an alleged rapist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even outside of that, thirteen it's like, million dollars of his own money to keep women quiet about how he was treating them. And like, do you know how bad you have to be for me to be like he's not a great guy, even without bringing that up. Yeah, no. <laughs> even like we're even putting taking that off the table. If we're just talking about this like a year ago, it's such internalized. Like, yeah, just it's like a I, cult thing that he's like it does brainwashed feel like you a cult thing into thinking he's the guy and he's done all this stuff it is also just so weird for someone even like i was Cena. almost defending it because also like dwayne johnson doesn't oh yeah he do does. this does he, he? sort of does he kind of he sometimes he does he shows up and kisses vince mcmahon's butt well that was something cm punk said in that uh oh uh in his in his pipe bomb promo but he he's definitely very he's nice to wwe yeah, I wouldn't he's say very, that he's critical. I just feel no. like I just feel like John Cena in the past few months has really gone out of his way to be like Vince McMahon. Yeah, it is weird. Um, no, Dwayne. And I just haven't seen Dwayne Johnson do that. No, yeah, but. he has not been going around campaigning for Vince to the level that Cena has, mm-hmm. to the very odd level that Cena has. Um, yeah, especially now. Like this is the yeah. thing: is it's like if he had done this last year, we probably would have been like, oh yeah, whatever. But like. In the months following hit, like not even months, I feel like it's been weeks. Like yeah. since since it's only been like two weeks since he retired. It's also funny. Uh, this retired exactly, by force. Yeah, because he freaking. I mean, he didn't retire. He was like he stepped. Yeah, down. he was pushed out basically. I'm sure. Yeah, by this whole thing, and it's even WWE was trying to act like when Stephanie McMahon was like Vince retired. Mm-hmm. Let's thank him and everything, and it's like. They're trying to act like it's like all chill and it's not. And it's also yeah. even and if it was normal, he would have been there. Yeah. You know, like that's if somebody retires like that, it's not just like you would have had a whole thing for him. Like exactly. a whole send off and like a, this is your life type. Yeah, deal. They would have had a whole special episode of Raw for him. Yeah. Um, now they're just trying to have their cake and eat it, too. They're trying to distance themselves while also being like respectful of him. And it's yeah. just so weird. It's very bizarre because there's so few other companies where it's like normally if you have them step down, you know, well, because Vince McMahon is such a character within the product and he's so like tied to it. So like if the CEO of a company has to step down, a lot of times it's just like, oh, whatever, screw them, whatever, we're gone. But Vince yeah. McMahon is like so tied to it. They think they feel like they have, well, it's also still his company and it's his daughter and all this stuff. So they probably want to mm-hmm. try to help him save face. Um, yeah. But it is, it's just as odd because he's so much more visible, I feel like, than most other. Um, uh, I don't know. It just seems like they're kissing his ass and everybody is. And I don't know why Cena can't just like read the room and not do this right now. Mm-hmm. Just say, the rock and stone cold and you know what i mean like or just say just wrestlers like andre the giant or yeah some sh- you know what i mean yeah like i mean just any of those guys there's got to be someone you looked up to as a boy like i can't imagine that as a boy he was like oh vince mcmahon like hulk yeah. hogan i would i would accept hulk hogan yeah before i would be excited about vince mcmahon on yeah there. like honestly at least he said he was sorry i guess i mean <laughs> i mean also because hulk hogan what did he he just he i mean he like he Used a bunch of slurs, right? And he like yeah, gave I don't. A, he gave I wanna... a sex tape of his friend to like somebody else, but like no, no, no. He, he... didn't like assault anybody, did he? Hulk Hogan? No, no. Right. Well, I mean, that I we wouldn't be of. surprised. Right, but, but he... it's not public. Yeah, no. What happened with him was that he, his friend Bubba the Love Sponge, who was yeah, a radio yeah. host. I'm not defending Hulk Hogan, by the way. No, when I, I, when I remember. I said he apologized. This. I was kidding, uh, but he yeah. was a. Uh, 
but he was um john so few people listen to this podcast i just don't want absolutely no chance of i don't want my personal friends to cancel me (laughs) um but he was but he had a uh his friend bubble the love sponge was like this shitty like howard stern like howard stern wannabe type radio host in florida or whatever and he um he would let people like have sex with his wife Mm-hmm. like they had a thing where people would come over and have sex with his wife yeah and so he was like oh yeah, yeah, yeah i go uh, have sex with my wife and then but he secretly would record it mm-hmm. say so like a hidden camera and then he like kept all of the videos yeah and everything and then hulk hogan said some racist stuff about i think a guy his daughter was dating or something yeah, i remember that yeah. yeah and um and then so it was on like this and then like an employee above the love sponge like leaked it and then that's mm-hmm. how they found out that he was doing this. Uh and so that's what happened and then he sued Gawker and like ended them. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that was the the racial slurs were in there. And the Hulk Hogan apologies, by the way, are like, Yeah, sorry about that. And he told the the roster he was like, Yeah, look, I'm sorry if I offended anybody. And also be careful because you never know when you're being recorded. And it's like mm-hmm. Maybe that's not the lesson. Hope. Be careful Hope. having sex with your friend's wife because you never know. Yeah, it's also like maybe just don't be racist. That's yeah. a, I think that's the re- the lesson that you should learn is like you don't have to you know. Yeah. Rather than like, hey man, just be careful you're racist around brother. You know. I mean, he's a old white guy who lives in he Florida. I would expect old, nothing less. He's an old Italian guy that lives in Florida. That's even. Um, um, yeah. But, no. I. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would. I would think that would. But be you could less... even say Hogan because you'd be like say all this stuff I mean, like the 80s say, or something it was a significant because yeah because you could say like when i was a little boy like i watched yeah. hulk hogan and it was like the coolest thing to me yeah exactly you know because freaking it's not like the guys who are actually on mount rushmore are slave owners so or one of oh, them is yeah um so you know it's uh it's yeah it's like what were you watching when i was a little boy i just i really followed Vince McMahon's financial uh it's also really yeah, messed up if it's fiduciary like fiduciary plan it's super messed up if he's like when I was a little boy, I loved Mr. McMahon. He was my favorite character, yeah. and I would cheer whenever he came on screen. Like, what? He was always right, and people would rue the day. <laughs> the day. Jeez. Um, but yeah, it's weird that he has no other um, wrestling icons. Yeah, Andre is always safe. Andre the Giant, a, a easy, easy one. A lot of um, them are falling. China? China's a great answer. Could say China. Everybody would applaud and cry. Yeah. Owen Hart? Owen Hart, another very safe answer. Brett? Brett Hart? Brett's like super woke now. I'm like picking mostly dead people because know, dead people Brett are always like, <laughs> dead people are also a safe pick. Yeah. Eddie no Guerrero? Yeah. Just always say Eddie Guerrero. Not, well, I, 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 wait, I, hang on. I do have one Uh-oh. major asterisk to okay. put into the dead people column. Okay. Do not Uh-oh. say Chris Benoit. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I think that's oh, pretty yeah. obvious. No. I know what I know what you mean. For Dead sure. is like usually pretty yeah. safe because I just mean people who died under normal circumstances. People who didn't murder their families, right? Like you know, people As who most just do not people who just died tragically a little too young, but like under normal circumstances, who you know, there's no risk they're going to tweet something yeah yeah exactly like it's just like oh yeah and also because mount rushmore was created after all the people who are on mount rushmore is dead i feel like as a thing it should be a requirement that the people you put on mount rushmore are dead so so my mount mount rushmore my mount rushmore of of 
wrestling would mm-hmm. be Andre the Giant, China, Owen Hart, Eddie Guerrero. Okay, great. Okay, there we go. That's, That's it. actually a great Mount Rushmore wrestling. There you go. All four of those people, totally Good. valid picks. Good they people all... did nice things for wrestling. Yeah, they were all, all dead. <laughs> yeah, pretty genuinely decent. Beloved uh, dead people. Yeah, Love and them they so all much. Sig- made significant impacts on. I'm so so dead. The, Just the, not on the the business of professional wrestling. Not not a tweet. Not a tweet shall pass their fingers. Owen Hart. And Andre had no concept of what a tweet even would be. Yeah. I think even Eddie pure. Guerrero missed it. I think China missed it too. No, China died in like 2016. Did she really? She died. She, ha- she got like Farrah Fawcett situation. Are you kidding me? Yeah. China. Remember how like Farrah Fawcett died and everybody's like, oh, Farrah Fawcett. And then Michael Jackson died. Yeah. And it got totally lost. So China died and it was like, oh, China. And then like, I think later that same day, Prince died. And it was like, sorry, China. She completely lost. She got like a mourning. Yeah. And then it was just all Prince. Wow. She did die in 2016. God, I thought for sure. She was on like the surreal life and stuff. She was. Yeah, uh, I knew that. I knew she'd had a post WB career. I just, I guess the early 2000s all blur together for me. And I assume she died in like 2009 or something. No, no, no. She died. That's tragic. It was very tragic. I feel bad because that's fresher than I thought it was. Yeah. And it also sucks because they wouldn't put her in the Hall of Fame until after she died. And they didn't even put her in Mm. by herself. Oh. They put her in as part of DX. Oh. Which is a fair, you know, that group deserves to be in there and noted. But she also deserved it by herself. The reason why they never would do it I mean, some said because she would do like adult films, but also is because like Triple H broke up with her because he, she says mm-hmm. she was cheating on her with Stephanie, which is probably true. And, uh, you know, oh, that's and, and it was crappy. a whole thing where she was like, I think she'd been like he was bad to me and all this stuff. And like, it was, and I think that he, they just didn't want to bring her in and give her a platform. Yeah, that's uh, And it's stupid. It's very stupid and it sucks. I have some wrestling news that I can share. Sure. That I know. And then we'll I'm, talk about I'll the G1. Let, I'll let you get back to your list in a minute. Don't okay. freak out. Um, <laughs> when I said that, John panically grabbed his list. <sighs> what do I like, got left? Oh, God. You have a few um, things. No, but I was reading about um, Paige. Because oh, you, yeah. you mentioned the sex tape thing or the adult film thing. Yeah. And it reminded me of Paige because she was in the news recently. She did a podcast where she talked about her um, sex tape leak. Yeah. And how it really destroyed her. And she was talking about like running through the streets and like hiding in a bush because she was worried people would recognize her and see her. Yeah. And like react badly to her. And she was only like 19 at the time, which I didn't realize. Yeah. She was like 21 or something when it all. Yeah. When all she that... said she was 19 when it came out. So I oh, was yeah. like, oh man, that would be really destabilizing as mm-hmm. an experience to be like a literate teenager and be mm-hmm. like famous and have a sex tape. But um, it was really it was a really sweet story because she was talking about how she was like thinking of killing herself and all this stuff, and then she um, she was like, I just thought I had embarrassed my family and let them all down, and she said she called her dad and her and her dad was like, Who cares? Everybody has sex. Mm-hmm. You're just you, this is just happening because you're in the spotlight. You didn't do anything wrong. And she was like, oh, and it like totally fixed her. And she was like, a really sweet thing. It's an amazing, true, amazingly supportive thing for a dad to say. Yeah. Like I was like, that is shockingly nice. Yeah. Like 
My God. I mean, we also fighting with my family, and I it doesn't. Her family doesn't seem like they would be like, oh, yeah. who cares? Yeah, you know, they don't. No. They don't seem like they would be like, oh, my goodness, no. you know. No, yeah. but it is just always nice when you no, know that is incredibly when supportive. A parent is right, able yeah. to say the exact thing their child needs to hear. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was a really heartwarming, heartwarming tale. That is great. Yeah. Um, and her brother she, said the same thing. She said that is great. So. Yeah, that is nice. I hope they never saw the stuff though. Because they they could have been really toxic about it and been like, "We're gonna find this guy and kill him and blah 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 or whatever." Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, they could have been really toxic and weird about it, but they're just like, "Oh, eh, you know, life moves on." Yeah, <laughs> which is nice. Yeah, because it has to. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that is a very supportive thing. All right, um, we can talk about the G one now. I just yeah. wanted to, t- to share my. I little think she's also been sort of laying some some hint, hints down that she might be trying to. Come, come back. back i mean yeah. i wouldn't be surprised she's not that old and she she's not she had like neck issues but there's so many people yeah. that i feel like have had worse situations than her um, yeah and i mean maybe now that vince is gone there's more she also said she has scoliosis which she didn't know until <gasps> oh, she no. was in uh she was getting like a physical for yeah. wwe and they were like you have scoliosis and she was like huh i did not know that oh, no. yeah so i don't know if that would affect your because it's like a spinal thing, so it might mm-hmm. affect your ability to bump over a long Wait. period of time. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but maybe she can come back. I mean, there's, yeah, like I said, there's people with worse his- injury histories, I feel like, that have come back. Um, but to anyway. Um, All right, now we're going to talk about the G1. <sighs> sorry. I. <sighs> it's okay, I'm stealing myself. I'll talk about it now, and then we'll close out with AEW stuff. Okay. So the G1, today was the final show of block matches mm-hmm. the block matches are like the normal part of the g1 now there's okay normally it's just like they've for the most part they do the two blocks the a block and the b block the winners mm-hmm. of each block face each other in the finals this year there's four blocks so they i can see you already closing your eyes <laughs> no i was resting so they, my eyes yeah, I was I you're doing them. A, you're doing a little bit resting um, them. so they had uh leaning on the microphone <laughs> No, I'm fine. I just resting your head just on the mic. Get it over with. Yeah, just sorry. do it. All right. So this year they have the two semifinal matches and and then the finals because they have the four blocks. So mm-hmm. tomorrow semifinals, next day finals. Um the semifinals are the A block winner Kazuchika Okada versus uh the B block winner Tamatanga and then C block winner Tetsuya Naito versus D block winner um will osprey mm. so you know we'll see i it was kind of exactly who i thought would win mm-hmm. really wanted zach saber jr to win the whole thing but he lost to naito exactly as i expected him to do because naito had like a comeback story and I mean, it was all good and we all love naito but it just was zach hasn't won it before and naito has won it twice so it's mm-hmm. like I remember you saying you wanted Zach to win. That. Yeah, and so, but we'll see. But it's still good. Tamatanga, it's cool because he got his like revenge against Jay White, who usurped Bullet Club from him, the group that he was a founding member of, mm. uh, and turned them against him. And he finally got some revenge against him, and he beat the world champion because mm. he had to beat Jay White to win the block. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he got a measure of revenge. And honestly, Tamatanga has been there for like ten years. And it would be pretty cool if he just won the whole thing. Yeah. And they had like a big singles push for him. But he, uh, I feel like he'll lose to Okada because it's hard to beat Okada. But he beat Okada in the G1 last year in like the block matches. So we'll see what happens. But I really hope Okada does not win because Okada is amazing. But he is very much like a John Cena situation now where he just like wins a lot. Mm. And he won it last year. 
Yeah. Granted, Kota Ibushi got hurt last year in the finals, so they had to just like stop the match. But I think Okada was probably going to win anyway. Um, so it just is, you know, there's more interesting options. Even Naito would be more interesting than Okada at this point. And then Will Osprey could also win. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's possible. It does seem like he's a guy that they really have been investing in. So uh, he might, he might take it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think uh, I'll assume that Naito makes it to the finals because it seems like this whole big comeback thing because he got injured last year in it seems like it's set up for him to get to the finals at least. And I'll I'll pick Tamatanga because I think that would be great for him to make it this far. But Bullet Club could always screw him over or something. But um, Naito probably wins. But I'll pick Tamatanga to win the whole thing. Screw it. That's the most sentimental um, okay. pick. But I don't think he will. But well, you know. But I uh, but I'll pick him. And then, uh, That's great, babe. if you want to jump into the G1, now is the time. Just you can skip the whole tournament and just watch the semifinals and the me? finals. Yeah, if I want to jump into the G1. If anybody watching this, listening to this, if anybody watching Moses. our YouTube stream, our Twitter, Moses Brandon now has it as well. He might listen. Really? Yeah, I, I'd i be surprised. Yeah, you'd be surprised. You listen to surprised. a little bit. I see our numbers, babe. I see them. You don't see them. I know. I don't see numbers. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, so, but G1, now's the time to jump in because there's only three matches you have to watch and they all matter. Oh, great. Um, how does one watch the G1? It's on njpwworld.com. It's less than $10 a month. It's like seven bucks a month or something. Another streaming service. There's gotta be a better way. Just find me and maybe I'll give you my password. Um, Wow. That's illegal. No, it's not. It's got to be. It's not illegal. It's got to be something where the cops will show up and beat the crap out of you. Well, that doesn't take much. They just beat the pants right <laughs> it off. It really you. doesn't take a. I They'll just beat the stink out of your bones. I guess my bones could stand a stink a little less. <laughs> um, hey, stinky bones. Uh, that's our next cat's name. All right. Um, uh, let's see. Let's talk about AEW, and then I'll release you. To go live your life. AEW. Oh Brian Danielson is back. And Again? He, he's, yeah, and he, because he had taken a few, like another week off after his match with Daniel Garcia, which was really cool because he came back from this, like, injury and then he just started kicking the shit out of Daniel Garcia, mm-hmm. like, aggressively, but then he took advantage of his maybe concussion. Yeah. Uh, and beat him, uh, also with some shenanigans. And because he's the American Dragon, now Daniel Garcia has been calling himself the Dragon Slayer. Mm. And now they have a match on the episode of Dynamite that is like sponsored by House of Dragons. Oh, that's funny. Uh, and so it's the Dragon They're doing versus... the synergy I've always yeah. said they should do. That's why I want them to be on HBO Max. Hopefully this leads to that. Um, oh, yeah, that'd be great. But they, uh, it's the Dragon versus the Dragon Slayer, which is fun. Uh, but Brian Danielson on Rampage was like, I will never voluntarily stop wrestling. You will have to like force me out or something. So basically he's like, have to kill me. He basically confirmed he's going to like die in a wrestling ring. (laughs) Um, uh, Misawa style. And he, or they won't let him wrestle because they'll be like legally. If you die in the wrestling ring, we could be in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. Legally. We're just looking at the laws. Yeah. I mean, legally, man, we want you to go out how you want to go out, but like legally speaking, like your family could sue us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey Brian, thanks for coming in. Um, 
We uh, we're looking thinks, at the laws. Everybody thinks it's up to them, but no, 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 no. If he's got a wife or a parent or a sibling, he does have a wife and two children. Oh, there you go. Then that's a wrongful death lawsuit right there. If they yeah. if they let him wrestle in a way that that make that he could die mm-hmm. doing, and they know that. They're not gonna let him out there. So hopefully he doesn't die in the yeah, rain or at all not. anytime soon. But for the sake of AEW's bottom line, uh, really more solely. than anything. No, I mean, no, I no. want him to be able to do whatever he wants to do. But yeah, of course, freedom. Hate you know, for yeah. the hate for the promotion to get gawkered. Yeah, exactly. You don't want him to get. You don't want them to get hurt. Um, yeah. So, but he's back, and he's like, I'm not gonna stop wrestling. So he's not gonna retire uh, ever. So he's back, and that's great. Like, I don't want to see my kids. Yeah, he's like, I just want to wrestle. Um, I'm it sure is he funny. loves his children. Yeah, I, sure just think, I just think it's funny when people He did talk. say he considered uh, retiring after WWE because he was like kind of miserable in his last WWE run. Or not miserable, mm-hmm. but I think he was like kind of... He was saying like he main evented WrestleMania and he was like, I feel like I don't care. Mm-hmm. But now in AEW, he's been much more like because he gets a lot more freedom to like do the kind of wrestling he likes to do. And so he was kind of considering just before he signed with AEW, just like stopping and just staying with his kids. I'm sure his kids will listen to that interview in 20 years and be like, cool. No, I'm glad you. Yeah. I wonder what I did that made yeah, you that change was... your mind about that. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but uh, then we, I mean, a lot of stuff happened in AEW this week. I'm just looking up uh, the bracket for the trios tournament because we have, do we have the, the brackets for this? All right, so we got the AEW Trios Championship. The AEW World Trios Championship tournament brackets uh, have been released. And it's going to be few, four quarterfinal matches, two semifinals, and a final at uh, All Out. We're starting this. I'm not sure exactly when we're starting this. I don't think they've said probably this week on Dynamite. Um, but we got Death Triangle, which is Pack. Uh, Penta El Cerro Miedo and Ray Phoenix mm. versus the United Empire from New Japan, mm. uh, which is Will Ospreay is in the G1. Mm-hmm. And then this tag team Aussie Open, Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher, which are the most normal names I've ever heard wrestlers have, uh, especially when you're going up against a guy whose name is literally Pentagon Zero Fear and King Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're just like, what's your cool wrestling name? Kyle Fletcher. Uh, and so, but it's going to be great because those guys are all great. And that'll also be some crazy, they'll all be doing insane high flying acrobatic moves. Uh, I would say Death Triangle moves on so that the other guys can go back to New Japan after their guest appearance. But uh, maybe Will Ospreay wins. But Death Triangle is like a big mm-hmm. uh, thing. And I think they deserve to move on. So we'll say they win. We have La Faccione Gobernable, which is Andrade Alirolo. Roosh and Dragon Lee versus the Young Bucks and their mystery partner, who we don't know yet because they asked Hangman Adam Page to be their partner, tried to make up with him for some past Mm -hmm. uh, transgressions, and Hangman was appreciative, but he wanted to support the Dark Order, and so he's just going to be in their corner, so he's not entering the tournament at all, and Mm -hmm. so they were dejected uh, and left, but it probably is that they'll bring Kenny Omega in to be their partner, and he'll make a return after like being gone for a year-ish. And then their... Uh, so it feels like as much as I would love to see Andrade, Roosh, and Dragon Lee win the whole tournament, it seems like they're probably just going to lose this first match, uh, especially with the mystery partner situation, especially if it's Kenny Omega. So they'll probably move on. 
uh, House of Black, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews. Really another team who I would like to see win this whole thing. They're facing the Dark Order, though, which Mm. Adam Page already said is like, this is their... This I want this to be their thing. So I've already set them up as these like big underdog guys. Um, we're not exactly sure what their team will be yet because there's more than three people in the Dark Order, but I'm sure John Silver will be in it, and we'll mm-hmm. see who else. But they, uh, I feel like now Miro, the Redeemer, the guy who was like first yeah. did everything for God and now wants to beat God, yeah, uh, and take over the kingdom of heaven, has been like, is God telling me to join the House of Black or fight them? So I feel like he'll attack them or something and cost them the match. Because mm. um, the, I don't think they're going to win, but I really would not want them to lose in this immediately in this match yeah. uh, or in this tournament. But I think the dark it seems like the Dark Order is going to win that. And then we got the Trust Busters, Ari Davari, Parker Boudreaux, Slim J and Sunny Kiss. So we'll see. Sunny Kiss literally just joined this group. They're like kind of not really on TV heavily, but they're like just now kind of being mm-hmm. um, featured more. Uh, and the whole thing is this guy Ari Davari, who was known as Aria Davari in WWE, and he was the younger brother of a guy named Sean Davari, who was a big, who was a a guy in WWE for a while, manager and wrestler there, uh, who I really liked a lot. And Aria Ari Davari was very good in wwe and he's never really got like a ton of time to shine but now he's like my trust finally like i finally made a bunch of money off my trust i'm trying to build mm-hmm. this like group of wrestlers uh and so he's hired these guys but they haven't really done a ton so i don't think they're gonna beat the best friends orange cassidy chuck taylor and trent Perrette. i there if you want you me can't to beat the my, power of friendship my my guys there's a lot of groups i like in this tournament but i would say if you're going to ask me to pick one to win this whole thing, it would be best friends. And if they beat like Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, that would be such a great big win for them to finally get championships that they've deserved since the beginning of AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would just be a big moment for them. Um, and like, this is a tournament, but these are championships. So like any of these teams, even if they're not the first to win the titles, like the House of Black can win the trios championships later, you know? Mm-hmm. it's not, And they got to have them for a year. It's not like a big... Yeah. It's not a big deal, okay? Okay. Um, also on Dynamite, lots of blood. There was a coffin match with Darby Allen and Brody King, tons of blood. Whoa. And then the main event, Lionheart Chris Jericho and his like Ooh. kind of retro persona versus John Moxley for the interim AEW World Championship. Lots of blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, like kind of a disturbing amount of blood, but it was uh, but I, you know it was fun. Uh, probably shouldn't be bleeding anymore, but they are. So uh, it does make a match look a lot cooler. Um, and I'm they had dirtier. a great match. It did, yeah, it does. Grosses me. Old out school WWF pay-per-views. If you watch them from like the Attitude Era or whatever, mm-hmm. the mat would be like the first match. Somebody would like bleed a bunch, mm-hmm. and then the mat would be like stained with blood, Ugh. and then everybody would just wrestle on that same mat. <laughs> now, if somebody does it, WWE doesn't have intentional blading anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, which is probably the right move, as cool as it can be, because um, it's much safer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if somebody does accidentally bleed, the referee has like the gloves, and then they also they change the mat. Mm, yeah, um, well, which is to. the correct people, thing to do. People can get really sick, you know. Yeah, there's I believe AEW of... does change the mat as well. Yeah, but... there's all kinds of stuff that you. Yeah, can... there was a whole thing where the Undertaker got upset because uh, Cowboy Bob Orton tested positive for like hepatitis or something, mm-hmm. and he had been bleeding on him in a match, and Undertaker like lost his mind about it. He's like, mm-hmm. "What? <laughs> How is this not 
and there was uh nigel mcginnis is very much in it. he was a wrestler uh for many years in like ring of honor and other promotions and he uh lost his position with tna because he got like infected with like hepatitis there was like the one that you can get rid of so he like doesn't have it anymore yeah but he was like he got because of blading and mm-hmm. he got, uh, and he was like, "We shouldn't be blading. We shouldn't be bleeding on each other. This is insane." Mm-hmm. Um, but it was great. And CM Punk is back. He returned. Oh yeah, I saw yeah. that. He looks great. He was hopping around on his foot. Uh, he came out and yeah, I saw him come ass. out. Yeah. Remember? Oh yeah, you were out here when it happened. Yeah. Here, yeah, but it was a big deal. I'm very excited. I immediately was super happy about it. And it looks like it's going to be him versus John Moxley to unify the titles even though the interim title's like kind of not real anyway uh, at All Out. So that sh- and that match should be great because they wrestled a little bit in WWE, but it was always kind of like uh, not on the same level. And now they're like free to do whatever they want. I think that match could be incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also funny because usually they'll each have their own belt in that situation, but I wonder if AEW has not made two belts. Um, oh, yeah. And so Punk didn't have a belt. But- It'd be funny if the interim one was like printed out. Yeah. <laughs> A cardboard like a little kid would make. Yeah. Yeah. A certif- Here's your interim championship certificate. Yeah. If it's a little certificate. With yeah. Like, yeah. I would love that. That would be so funny. Um, but that's pretty much all I got. Um, since If you want me to help you rock you to sleep by explaining how we got to the semifinals of the G1 tournament. and uh, No. Do you have I, any final uh, thoughts, though? What are my final thoughts? I shared a lot of thoughts at the top of the show, I you feel did. like. Um I don't have no any. final thoughts. I have not a thought in my head. Oh, my brain just, empty. Just the way I like brain it. Brain empty. Oh, um, I think I might. I am. I got an email today. I'm getting um, House of the Dragon screeners on Friday. It debuts on Sunday. Ooh, but I'm gonna get my first screener on Friday. Is so it? we could technically watch it let's two watch, days early. Let's watch. You're just Although a, a I've been told, screener. I have been told that the screeners for both that show and Lord of the Rings, because our critics already have them, I've been told that the screeners are so awful because they have these giant watermarks on them. Oh, because obviously they're super worried about these shows like yeah, leaking. Sport, yeah, yeah. So apparently these watermarks are like almost opaque, and some of them move around the screen. Oh my god! <laughs> like it just sounds like hell. I'm kind of interested to see it just for that. The shadows ones um, are much better. It's literally just your name. It's yeah, not well, distracting because then it's like easy to figure out who did it. Yeah, well, because also and like it's not. Need. Yeah, I know they're also not as worried about. What we yeah, do in the they're not as worried about what we do in the shadows leaking an entire season because anyone who would do that they would find you out and they would just never let you have a screen. Yeah, again. that's also for comedies. It's like spoilers are less yeah whereas i feel like important house of the dragon and lord of the rings or it's whatever it's plot. like yeah it's yeah like, they would uh they would lose their minds if yeah that ended up because people are gonna t- torrent that stuff anyway yeah so they're trying remember to remember that think, wolverine movie that came out and they leaked they got the x-men origins wolverine that got leaked online and it was like but it was unfinished so it was like all the special effects scenes were just like a gray oh like a gray man oh yeah of wolverine doing yeah that. that's funny um, i there was somebody sent me a link the other day it was my friend alejandra from work she sent me a link to um a thing i didn't realize had happened which was ryan reynolds when he was in detective pikachu he put up i don't know if he did this but there's a video online that's an hour and 45 minutes long on youtube 
And it starts out as the beginning of the Detective Pikachu movie with R. Reynolds in the corner. Like it's his screener. Oh my God. But then when you get in like a minute and a half or something, it switches to just a video of Pikachu dancing that lasts for the entire hour and 45 minutes. It's pretty funny, actually. That's pretty funny. There was... It really, he's really dancing and it's like different. The whole, like, I can't tell where it loops, you know? So it's Ooh, like you could just sit there and watch. Out. You could just sit there and watch Pikachu dance for an hour. For I minutes. would. Uh, you would was, for con- I know. Con- continuity's sake. You'd be like, I have to watch all it's of this. Can- it's, what I watched they, all of I Am Groot. It's what? also pretty fun, I Am Groot. I I don't Oh, right. It's yeah. that short. My main note about it is that Disney Plus didn't put it up as a series. So it's, it's just five individual shorts as mm. though they're like different movies oh so it does they don't play after the like one after the other yeah. and you have to like find them uh also i was gonna right. say that another fun prank like that was i remember when the aqua Teen hunger force movie came out mm-hmm. i remember on april fool's day they were like adult someone was like we're gonna play the movie like before it hits theaters we're gonna play the mm-hmm. whole movie and what it was was they just had it in the tiniest little box in the corner of the screen with no audio oh no and so they played the whole movie that's but hilarious. you couldn't like well, yeah it was just very funny Wait, but they what, didn't lie what, what movie was that for again aqua teen hunger force Aquatine colon hunger force. movie film for theaters yeah which is almost an indecipherable film even with audio but and i like aqua teen hunger yeah force. i saw it in the theater with a friend of mine when we were in college and i couldn't tell you a single thing about I it feel like i saw it in theaters too I definitely saw it in the theater because it was a big deal when it came out. It was. I loved the show. I loved the show too, but I couldn't tell you anything about the movie. The I movie. Think, I think it's hard. Some things are hard to watch in movie theaters with the same funness because they're built to be watched in your living room, like while you're high yeah. with like five of your friends, yeah, or was, while you're falling asleep, or you yeah. know, like. There's a mindset you have to be in for certain things. And I think that Aqua Teen is not necessarily serviced by being in a movie theater. Also, Aqua Teen Hunger Force is so insane that mm-hmm. I feel like it's only meant to be like 10 minute narratives. Ex- yeah. I yeah. Don't, I've, I've, just even. You don't need a three, a, a necessarily a three act structure for yeah. an Aqua Teen episode. An hour and a half of Aqua Teen Hunger yeah. Force is too much. It's like, to, wild. Uh, you know, for it to be that. I mean, I guess technically everything's a three X structure, so I should. Anyway, uh, anyway. Anyway, good final We're, thoughts. We had a long episode. Okay, so. sorry. How long was it? An hour and thirteen minutes. Oof. Let's bye. 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 Bye, everybody. <laughs>